you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. In the last couple of episodes, we've been focusing a lot more on demonology and the darker aspects of spirituality. So let's swing that pendulum over and focus a little bit more on angelology, which is the study of angels, but more specifically, let's focus on Archangel Metatron and his cube. Perhaps you've heard of him, perhaps you have not but he is said to be the angel closest to God. Metatron is actually an angelic figure from the Jewish lore and is one of the four great archangels and the greatest of angels. As a matter of fact, he is second only to God. In the angelic hierarchy, at the bottom of the first triad, you have thrones, which are responsible for sticking to the divine will. In other words, they're responsible for sticking to God's plan. And they transmit this plan to lower-ranking angels and keep their gears turning so that everything remains in its proper place. Thrones, as far as appearances go, are said to be flaming, rotating rings covered with eyes. Next up on the hierarchy are the cherubim. The cherubim are essentially assigned to protect special places. To them, harmony is where everything is going according to God's plan. And chaos is when God's plan is interrupted by outside forces. The cherubim praise God constantly and they channel positive energy of harmony, protection, and wisdom. These beings are typically depicted as small, chubby babies, and I suppose that helps reflect their role as angels of harmony. As far as appearances go, they are said to have four faces and four wings. Two of those wings are to cover their feet as a sign of humility and two other wings for flight. And at the top of the hierarchy, we have the Seraphim. Which, by the way, the name Seraphim is derived from the Hebrew word Seraph, which means to burn. You see, the Seraphim are the highest in the hierarchy, and the holiest of them all, and are said to be the ones closest to God. They are known as defenders of God's throne. The seraphim burn with passion for God, and because they spend their time in God's presence, they also absorb God's pure and radiant love, which is why when they are depicted, they are described as having six wings, two to cover their feet out of humility, two to cover their face, because it shields them from becoming overwhelmed by looking directly at God. And the other two are for flight. 
Archangel Metatron is said to be a seraphim, but also Lord of all angels. He is the most powerful of them all, even more so than Archangel Michael, the warrior angel who defeated Lucifer. Metatron is indeed extremely powerful, but not as powerful as God. And because Metatron is the closest to him, he is also known as the spokesman for God. He is the guardian of all divine secrets, and is known to record all the deeds and sins of men. And although he has unrestricted access to the Creator's throne, he does not take supplications and or requests to God. What's interesting about his name is that he doesn't have that suffix of L like all the other archangels. For example, like Mikael or Gabriel, Uriel, which by the way, L is the oldest name for God. The name Metatron is unique. In fact, many scholars have agreed that it comes from an early Hebraic word, metara, meaning a keeper of watch, and or memeta, which means to guard and protect. And the word meta, which comes from Greek origins, which means thrones, so when you put it together, it translates to the one who serves behind the throne. And really, across all faiths, Angels are recognized as divine beings that were created by God to serve him. Each of them have a specific task that they need to carry out. For example, Michael, the warrior angel, was tasked to lead the angelic army and battle Lucifer. Gabriel, the messenger angel, was tasked to deliver the message to Mary about the conception of Jesus Christ. And Metatron is responsible for watching over the flow of energy in creation. This is typically depicted with a cube said to be formed out of his soul. Hence, Metatron's cube. But before we get into Metatron's cube, I would like to state that he is an important angelic figure in the Kabbalah literature and stands at the top of the tree of life. And this is why he is also known as God's angel of death. It is because he is tasked with the preservation and the energetic flow of creation, which he houses in his cube. You see, at the base of it all, we get to the foundation of the world, the creation of the universe. We understand that there are forces that created this world. Who is this grand architect? Well, some of us call him God. That explains why Jesus Christ was a carpenter, why we have the 12 houses of heaven, in other words, the 12 houses of the zodiac signs, and so we all seem to come to the conclusion that God is the great architect of this physical world. 
And so Metatron is tasked with the greatest responsibility of them all, which is to watch over the preservation of the energy flow of this world, of this cube, of this 3D reality. A cube is a 3D version of a square. And this is where the sacred geometry starts coming into play. A square represents stability, a foundation. A square also has four points that represents many things. That represents the four corners of the world, meaning the four cardinal directions, north, east, south, and west. It also represents the four elements, earth, air, fire, water. If you want to get scientific about it, that's carbon, oxygen, nitrogen, and hydrogen. It also represents the four seasons, spring, summer, fall, and winter. It's also associated with the fixed signs of the zodiac, Aquarius, Leo, Scorpio, and Taurus. And the list goes on, but these elements can be found within the cube. And when you look at Metatron's sigil, that is sacred geometry. It's composed of 13 circles, and the reason it's special and sacred is because it is said to contain all of the geometric shapes and patterns that exist. Everything from spirals to hexagrams. Spirals as in seashells, and hexagrams as in honeycombs. And as you probably may have already pieced together, sacred geometry is sacred because it is found naturally in our natural world. It's in nature, it's in everything. Metatron's cube represents the balance of energy within this universe. And many people today who work with Archangel Metatron use his symbol for guidance, for healing, and for protection. And if you are interested in working with Archangel Metatron and you're wondering what could he possibly help you with, he is known to help people with their spiritual gifts, their connection to the divine, with sacred geometry, and with the cleansing and healing of your spirit. In fact, there are many who say he was once human, and that he was in fact the human prophet Enoch, who then ascended and became Archangel Metatron. And it's because of his previous human experience that gives him the special ability to relate to people and help those who want to connect with him. Have you guys ever heard of Archangel Metatron? I'll share with you guys a quick little story about how I was first introduced to Archangel Metatron. A couple of years ago, I was deep in a trance while meditating, and I remember hearing Sacred Geometry Cube. At that time, I had no idea what that meant. So I finished my meditation, and when I was done, I remembered to look up Sacred Geometry Cube. 
and the first word that popped up in my search engine was Archangel Metatron. So naturally, I took it as a sign and decided to look a little bit more into him. But I always found it fascinating how I had no idea that this angel even existed. And in a way, he came to me in meditation and he just so happens to be an angel that can help you connect with divine source. But if any of you have any experiences with Archangel Metatron, I would love to hear about it. You can reach me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com and or you can friend me on Instagram at lauralavender.mb and or TikTok, same handle, lauralavender.mb. Also, don't forget to check out the website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. There are a few resources on there that I have added that you might find useful. Oh, and before I forget, I do want to give a quick shout out to, I'll just use his initials, L-A-C, for sending me a very nice donation on Cash App. I appreciate that so much, so thank you for that. And I just use your initials, and I I know you know who you are, but I use your initials because I'm not sure if you guys want me to disclose who you are, and so unless you tell me so, I'll just use your initials. And if you guys have any questions, or if there's any feedback, or if there's simply anything else that you just feel like sharing with me, well, you know where to reach me at. And thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast by listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I will see you guys next episode.